1: Jay Severin. I said at the top of the show I had a a lot of requests to repeat my story from yesterday about what happens to the losers. You know, profile of a loser, not a loser loser, but someone who didn't win, meaning Bernie Sanders. What's happening right now? And I can tell you what's happening to him right now. And I can tell you about the arc of his insignificance to sudden superstardom back to what will soon be insignificance do you want to know what's going to happen to bernie sanders you know what bernie sanders fate is now look his fate is largely his to make but it's going to have to be in his heart and his guts in his mind it's going to have to be his wife It's going to have to be their relationship. It's going to have to be his family. Because Bernie probably has... Again, and I I said, this is not a retelling because this is something new. These are new thoughts. So I will retell the Bernie what happens to the losers story uh, next week. But these are new thoughts. And I will bet you my house that Bernie Sanders has received the unsolicited inquiry of 50, maybe 100 agents, a proffering agency of everything from brokering a book deal to getting him a talk show on MSNBC, to representing him personally in getting him a talk radio show or whatever. And until last night, they threw away all those telephone messages. If they were smart... They ignored the telephone messages, but they saved them. Because now, every man, woman's fate is their own making, which sometimes is harder than other times to believe. Believe me. But I will honor Bernie to say that his fate is his to make at this point. But Bernie probably believes that the market for Bernie is expansive, enormous. Like, people are fighting over Bernie because there are agents calling him. You know what? Because the agents get 10 or 20%, somewhere in between, and it costs them nothing to call up Bernie and say, I, I'm going to line you up $3 million a year worth of gigs. And Bernie believes this. He, he listens to them. And you know what? They might be right. But probably not. Bernie right now likely overestimates the market for Bernie by about 900%. How much do you think... Now, Bernie is, a, admittedly, a rare case. So, MSNBC has no ratings and thus no money. But Bernie would be a big get for them. And I, I'm going to guess that Bernie will have a talk show on MSNBC within a month. But they're not... He's not going to get rich on that. I mean, that... If he's lucky, that'll pay his rent. Again, trust me, I know. So all of these people promising him all these things just fuels this fire that Bernie has that, all right, I lost, it stings, I hate it, it sucks, but now, you know, now I'm going to cash in, it's fair, I've done the job, I've sacrificed myself, and now... I'm going to cash in on all this love, on the love that everyone has for me. I'm going to cash in, and I don't apologize to anybody for it. Yeah, but watch and see when he tries to cash in. Bernie, I promise you, is overestimating the market for Bernie. And if you want to imagine what happens to Bernie Sanders... Did anyone, was anyone watching Fox or CNN last night when they did a floor interview from the floor of the DNC with Mike Dukakis? And, and, and of course, Kitty, his wife. If you want to know what people who don't win Democrat primaries look like. Think of the list of names and if during the weekend I'll assemble a list of names of men and women who have lost the primaries, especially Democrat primaries. What happens to them? I will tell you that 95% of the time they end up like Michael Dukakis. Not like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know who else to use as an example. But you see, Mike Dukakis, God bless him, went right back to work teaching at Harvard. He's a professor there. He teaches. He has a life. He has a family. That's his life. He put together his life. That's his life. He didn't depend on The faux affection or faux adulation of others in order to get him, you know, up and running because he had a life. Now, if he did some of these other things, great, but that was never his life. And he recognized he was smart enough, emotionally evolved enough to recognize that this is not my life. I didn't go into this a TV star. I'm not going to come out of it a TV star. I'm just a policy wonk. You know who happened to be the governor of Massachusetts and so if you had a life chances are you will have a life and I think the best thing that could be said about Bernie is uh, it strikes me Bernie had a life he and his wife love each other They, they, they they have family they they have a reason to exist they you know, th- he has a life. There, there is a life that can be reassembled, because when you come out of this two years of being a movie star, and being chauffeured around and flown around in private jets, and you know, essentially being the Beatles, it's br- it's brutal. Which again, next week I will again talk about, but it's worth consider. I mean, it's it's really worth considering. Uh, why? Well, I don't know. It's not like it's it's not your responsibility. You have enough to worry about. But it certainly is interesting what happens to people that would stand in line overnight in the rain to get into a football stadium to see Bernie Sanders or anybody else from a thousand yards away in the rain for twenty five minutes. Give a stock speech and then he leaves. You leave, and it takes you an hour to get out of the stadium. You get in a fender bender and a fight in the parking lot. You missed a day of work. You go home, and great. Was it worth it? I hope so. I mean, you know, everyone has to participate in their own way. I think it's great. It's great. Bernie, though is at 35,000 feet with a martini in a custom-made 727, corporate 727, on his way to the next football stadium appearance, and then all of a sudden, all of those go away. All of it goes away. The football stadia, the, the Secret Service, the cars... The, the hangers-on, the supporters, the rallies, the everything. Instead of being the A block of the news every night, you're back in your living room yelling at the television. You go back to where you came from. You started this three years ago in your living room yelling at the television with your wife, your poor wife, having to listen to your opinions. And now you return to your living room yelling at the television with your poor wife having to listen to your opinions. The people who survive that are the people who have, you know, relationships, who have a life, who can say, that's okay. I can sit here and I'm, I'm happy. I could sit here and yell at, at CNN and, and, and love my family and be okay. I don't need to be on the corporate jets and all that stuff. Because once you become hooked on that, man, oh, man, it's bad. Jay Severin.
0: I am a big fan of disruptive ideas, and this year, Casper Mattresses is on the top of my list. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I love sleeping on my Casper Mattress. Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at an unbelievably fair price. It combines springy latex and supportive memory foams to create an award-winning sleep service with just the right sink and just the right bounce. And better yet, it breathes so you don't wake up drenched in sweat. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. Try Casper for a 100 nights risk-free in your home. And if you don't love it, they're going to pick it up and refund everything. Imagine that, a company so confident that their product is what you want, that they'll offer a 100% refund. Made in America, with free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. Get $50 off of any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash and use the promo code Glen. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to casper.com slash casper.com slash glenn.